Hey, it's Bill from Pennsylvania Rock Show, and you're tuned in to Three Questions in a Song featuring Matt Weston from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, country artist. We'll uh, take on the three questions, and we're just going to get right into it. What's up, Matt? Hey, how you doing, brother? Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, See, my pleasure. My, my first question I really, 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 really need really need an answer to. <laughs> oh, boy. No pressure, right? <laughs> so... What is it about country music that drew you away from an engineering job into the stage? <laughs> That's kind of a funny way to put it. Um, <laughs> uh, well, you know, first off, engineering just wasn't really for me. I don't think I wasn't happy with it. I, mean, I was working in a cubicle and um, I was just miserable the whole time. I didn't have a good experience either where I was working. Uh, so when I lost my job, uh, I just decided that I had to pursue things that I had a passion for, something that would make me happy and feel fulfilled. Um, so I actually was pursuing acting at the time while I was an engineer and uh, dabbling with music, you know, just singing in like friends bands or, you know, uh, karaoke, things like that. Um, but uh, I decided, you know what, engineering isn't for me. I'm going to take the leap and pursue acting. And long story short, I ended up in Los Angeles. Um, for about a year. And then my father got sick uh, about the time I moved out there. And unfortunately, uh, after I moved out there, he passed away. So um, as you could imagine, I was a mess. You know, I was just in a really dark place. And um, I moved back to Pittsburgh to be with my family and just kind of try to get myself together. Because uh, I was very, very close with my dad. And it's it still is it's a struggle, but um, I didn't know what I was going to do. You know, I was just on that dark, self-destructive path, and uh, acting was on the West Coast, and engineering was in the rearview mirror. So what the hell was I going to do with my life? So literally one day, it was almost like an epiphany. Um, I just knew that I had to pursue music. Uh, I'd been singing for, for years, and my dad would always encourage me with my music. And he, he really enjoyed it. So I decided I'm going to dedicate an album to him and to honor his legacy and to start a new path for my life, you know, start a new legacy of my own. So I named the album Legacy, um, which makes sense. <laughs> and uh, um, it just really took off from there. Uh, I've always loved country music. I love music in general, every genre you can think of. Um, but when I would sing, a lot of times I would, I would be singing country music. It just seemed to fit my voice. It fit uh, a lot about, you know, the kind of person that I am and my beliefs and how I was raised and uh, just, you know, those traditional American values and uh, the, the masculinity and, the, you know, just uh, everything about country music really just um, I was attracted to. And it just seemed like the perfect fit for me. So. I created a country album, and then I did a couple singles, and just you know, onward and upward. Um, it's become a new passion, uh, a new purpose for me in my life, and I know my dad would be really proud. You know, I wish I could share it with him, but I, I know he's, uh, he's he's proud of me, and um, and here we are talking. You know, it's it's funny how life works that way. It's bittersweet. It's very very bittersweet, but I'm really grateful um, to have taken that leap of faith and pursued my my passions. Instead of doing what I'm supposed to do and work in a cubicle, you know. Hey, so question two. <laughs> I don't have it pre written, so you're gonna get you're gonna get one of my my interesting oh. ones. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> uh 
Um, I'll take it on me. I had a rough day, brother. <laughs> so if you could go back in time and follow any musician around for a full year without changing the the, uh, the history of, of the world, we'll throw the Back to the Future stuff in there, the time-space <laughs> continuum, <laughs> yeah. um, who would you follow and what would you hope to learn from them? Wow. Okay. Um, the first perp, you know, there's probably a lot of people that would, that would be awesome and really interesting, but the first perp person that just popped into my head is Johnny Cash. And that's because he's one of my influences. And, um, I'm actually portraying him in a film this coming year. And, um, so I'd have to say Johnny Cash just because, um, how passionate he was about certain things and how it really drove his music. And uh, it created this icon that we called Man in Black today. Um, just to see how, you know, he went through all of his struggles, you know, when it came to his family life and his drug addiction and and uh, and his music and, and everything that, that came along with that. I think that would be fascinating. And um, I just love how he had a heart for people that were, you know, for the downtrodden and for the for, for the poor and for the hungry and just for the, the people that need help, the people that need love. Um, he just, um, that's kind of why he wore black, you know, and just to get a deeper understanding of how that drove his career and his songwriting. Uh, I think that would have been fascinating. Did you just say you're going to be Johnny Cash in a movie? Yeah, I have a, I have a role. It's, it's a small part of a movie. Uh, but you know it's an iconic role. So yeah, it's the movie's called One Sixteen McDougal. Um, it's based. It's about uh, the Gaslight Cafe in Greenwich Village in the early '60s, um, where a lot of folk musicians and beat writers got their start. Um, like Bob Dylan got his start there as a 18, 19 year old kid. And um, this was the stories about how the owner of this cafe had to protect his artists and writers, musicians from the local uh, government, you know, the police, the mafia, the FBI, because they were considered counterculture. It was the beginning of the counterculture movement and uh, they were considered a threat. So the owner, John Mitchell, had to protect his, his artists. And Johnny Cash, whenever he was in town, he would make sure to pop in the Gaslight Cafe and perform. Uh, even just a few songs, you know, just pop in. And when they found that out, they decide, well, we need to, <laughs> we can't not include Johnny Cash in this film. So I get, um, I have two songs on the soundtrack, which we nice. already recorded. Yeah. And, uh, and I get to portray Johnny Cash in a film. So that's, um, that's kind of a little surreal, to be honest with you. You know, it's, uh, it's a dream come true. So, uh, yeah, keep your eyes out for that. It's 116 McDougal is the name of it. How do you spell McDougal? <laughs> uh, it's M-A-C-D-O-U-G-A-L, I believe. It's it's the street it's the street address of the Gaslight Cafe in uh, in Greenwich Village. I'm adding it to the tags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about that. So when, uh, when does when's the um, release date? Do you know? Uh, I don't think we have a release date yet. We're uh, we're shooting hopefully early uh, in 2020. Uh, we don't have a date set yet. Um, but, you know, the, everybody, the cast is is all, you know, signed up. Um, 
everything's ready to go except they're waiting to get the rest of the budget together and it's it's big budget it's it's multi-million so um they want to make sure they have all their ducks in a row before we start filming so hopefully in the next couple months is that a trip and then back, back out the months after so is that a What's trip, up? trip back out to the west coast no actually it's it's here in pittsburgh oh nice um yeah it's uh it's incredible it's really feels like a meant to be type scenario because i got involved in this through a girl that i had met through uh working in film over a decade ago so you know you connect the dots and you look back it's like holy crap now you know not only am i a singer and i have an act a passion for acting now i get to combine them both so uh i really feel like it's come full circle and uh i'm very proud of it and very uh, excited so 2020 is going to be an exciting year now that i've asked you like 20 questions on my three questions in the song episode <laughs> um <laughs> tell tell me a little bit about your song hey bro you could do like the VH1 storyteller's version of it. But yeah, it's uh, this song, just plain and simple, is about the bond between uh, brothers from another mother. You know, whether it's guys or girls, whatever, you know, just uh, or whether it's like in, in my lyric video, there's a lot of first responders or police officers or firemen or soldiers or just buddies that, you know, went through a lot of things together in life. And it's about having the back of the people that you love and uh that's why it's called hey bro you know i got your back and you know nobody should go mess with that because <laughs> they'll learn quick that that's the wrong thing to do it's it's that bond and this song actually has it's it's a nice it's a rock and country song um but it's so relatable i think anybody who has a group of friends or a brother or whatever um can relate to it and uh when my this past summer, my cousin almost died in a car accident. Really, really uh, lucky to be alive. Um, he's still recovering. But when he came home from the hospital, um, he listened to this song. I showed it to him. And his just watching his face and he's moving his feet. Just like this guy was almost dead a few weeks ago. Um, his response to that just really brought home the meaning of this song for me more so than it uh than it did when i recorded it so um this song's really special to me and uh i think it's gotten a hell of a response and it's really relatable so yeah hey bro so here's what we're gonna do we're gonna take a few moments we're gonna listen to the song hey bro by matt weston we're gonna come back and uh there's uh one more question from matt from last episode from richard Lako of broom filler and uh we'll get a little bit more information so that you listeners can uh find out where to get his music from we'll be right back you and me go back to those young hell-raising days wasn't a rule we didn't break just a couple of rowdy renegades when we blew it up tore it down like just a dream to come back around Getting caught, getting high I took your blame and you took mine Saying, hey bro, I got your back Dare anybody to go jacking with that No, hey bro, I know you got mine Yeah, some things run thicker than a bloodline Got you covered, my brother, from another mother Down in the back road, you might go 
That was Hey Bro by um, Matt Weston, and uh, I'm going to give him a chance right now to give you guys an idea of where you can get a copy of of his uh, of that. And um, did you say it was a full length album? Yeah, I have a full album, and I have a couple singles out too. Uh, they're all available on uh, on Amazon, iTunes, Spotify. Uh, I have some lyric videos on YouTube for my singles. Uh, you can check those out. Um, but basically, I'm available anywhere uh, on all the digital uh, platforms. And on AMI jukeboxes right now, you can listen to my stuff. And hopefully nice. soon on Touchtunes as well. Um, so, yeah, basically, if you Google me, easy to find. Easy to find. Um, if you go to the website on podcasterscene.com and uh, go to this episode, I have links to all of his social media and to a few places where you can uh, purchase the music as well. We have come to the part where Richard's going to ask this question of you. So I'm going to get quiet and let him go ahead and ask it. So I would like to ask Matt, when he's writing his song, it's a, it's a twofold question. So Matt, when you're writing a song, what is your instrument of choice to write on? And when you write your songs, are you thinking of lyrics first? Do you write lyrics first or do you write a melody or the song first and then try to get that cadence to work with syllables and lyrics and words that would fit in the rhythmic musicality of what you're writing chord structurally? Um, so two questions. Do you write, what's your instrument that you write on? Um, and B, do you write the music and or the melody first, or do you write the lyrics first and then write music to the lyrics? Well, you know, when I was a little kid, 
I've been writing lyrics since I was, as far as I can go think back, either poetry or songs or, um, so I started out just being, you know, a lyricist and to a large extent, that's, that's still what I am today. Um, but it's, if anything, it's, it's going to be a guitar and it's, that's going to happen usually after I write lyrics. Um, I think sometimes the melody kind of falls out of the lyrics. Um, I think for me, it's a little bit harder to write lyrics to a melody. So that's just how I've always done it since I was a kid. And uh, so far, so good. <laughs> you know, it's just comes more naturally to me that way. All right. Um, I don't think I told you who the next, um, who the next guest was going to be because I didn't know <laughs> earlier. Um, I do know now, if you give me just a second, um, the band is called big ugly. They're out of Ohio <laughs> uh -huh. and, uh, they are kind of hard rock metal ish. <laughs> cool. Okay. Um, the question that I would like to ask big ugly is what is your why for your music and what motivates you to create music? Um, on the deepest level, what is your why? That's what I would like to know. Nice. I mean, I may have to send you messages when I get stuck on questions. Be like, I need some more questions, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> hey, so I want to thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it. We're going to make this real easy on everybody. You can go to podcastyourscene.com and click on three questions on a song, or you can go to mattweston.com and uh, find out all of the information you need to get a copy of Matt's singles and, and album and uh, keep following him along and, and find some shows that I didn't ask you about. Do you have any upcoming shows you want to mention before I head out into the, into the sunset? Uh, no. Uh, right at the moment I, i'm actually focusing on recording uh, some stuff right now so uh hopefully uh in the next few months but uh, but right now i'm focusing on recording some new stuff cool so uh we will keep an eye out for that new stuff yes please i'm do. sure i'm sure i get an email from mts management when it comes out saying matt has new music do you want to interview him <laughs> yeah well you so. better man It'd be nice <laughs> maybe i'll bring you on the pennsylvania rock show yeah, I squeeze country musicians in there occasionally. <laughs> country, country rock, you know. Yeah, we we can yeah, we work. can we can do it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's what we'll say. Right, this has been episode number twenty four of Three Questions in a Song. Make sure you take check us out on the first and fifteenth of each and every month. Go to podcastyourscene dot com. Uh, there you will find about sixteen podcasts featuring unsigned music along with three questions in a song. You can also go to buildyourscene.com and our other podcast, parockshow.com. My name has been Bill. This has been episode 24.